All right. Welcome back, guys. Cut the cast, episode 49. We have a winner for our uh, Prevail giveaway. So I'm going to give away Prevail Rush to John May. So, this person. Okay, so hit, hit up Matt or Just hit up message the, the Cutler Cast Instagram. Okay, Instagram. John, um, make sure you check this out, and uh, we'll send you along uh, a bottle of the new Prevail Rush. Is it any good? It's the best. How come I have it? Look at John. I know, but you don't. I haven't even got any yet. The funny thing is, is I walked in the gym today, so I just came from Fit Club. Um, what I've been doing is kind of breaking away from my days and going over to train, just so I'm not in there super late because. You know, I end up training and then I stay all night. My mind starts going, you know, usually I use training as a sense of uh, like kind of meditation or kind of relief on stress. Right. Mm -hmm. But I haven't been that stressed out lately, actually. Yeah. Uh, But so I've been kind of breaking away and I walk in there and you're like sitting on your phone, just kind of like lounging around. I think you were waiting for me to show up because I know we were talking about doing the podcast today. Yeah, I was done. I I went in there earlier. We trained yesterday. We went to uh, Elevation and trained. And it was the first time Milos came to train with us. And so me, Regan, Yurishna, her husband, Louis, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of people went out. And for whatever reason, Milos, like, wants to see if I can keep up with Regan. I, I'm going to end up fucking hurting myself <laughs> because I can keep up with him to a certain point, And then that last little bit, I can't. But I shouldn't push myself to that point, you know. So you just turned 44. I'm old. And... uh do you ever feel like, what do you feel like when you wake up in the morning compared to like 24, 34? Do you feel any different or no. are you just? No, I don't. I actually don't because I don't really have like, my shoulder hurts because of the shoulder, you know, surgery I had, but I'm not, I no, I, I don't, I don't have a hard time waking up. I don't, I'm not in pain <laughs> or anything. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't think I feel any different. I, I feel, I feel sometimes like I'm kind of quiet about how great I feel because I don't want someone to feel bad. Yeah. Because I know not everyone is in the best of health, right? Yeah. But I literally feel like I can jump out of bed in the morning and, you know, Angie says that to me all the time. She's like, you wake up and you're like so energetic. Yeah. No, I don't, <coughs> I'm similar. I, I, I don't. You know, I know some people wake up. I've never been a sluggish. Like when I'm ready to get up, I just get up. Boom. Like lately, it's been, it's been kind of like a headache because I'm still somewhat jet lagged, and I fall asleep at like ten, and at two thirty, I'm fucking awake, and I'm like, can't go back to sleep. I sleep, and I'll, I'll think I slept a bunch, and I'll wake up, and it's three forty-five. I'm like, you dude, know what? I, t- I'm just I texted up. you the other night, like other evening, and I'm like, you didn't reply, and then you hit me up like super late and you're like dude i just woke up i'm like <laughs> yeah. dude you're not gonna sleep you, i know you went to bed at like five in the afternoon you woke up at like 11 i'm like what <laughs> yeah no i had to go pick up i had to go pick your wrist and lose oh. up from the airport yeah so yeah, you were like dead tired i mean that's that's one thing like when you went to dubai and you were there for 10 or 12 days whatever it was i was like man i don't i don't miss that because it's just so hard to adapt back and by the time you start adapting, you leave two days later. Yeah, but the thing is, like, at least we're not, like, our business is, no, yeah. that's one thing. So, guys, my business is closed for the year now, like, basically. I think we have a couple of short trips. Yeah. But our business is, like, no bookings and, you know, I feel. Normally, we have them in December. I know, man. Normally, normally we I mean, we, go, went to, we went to Abu Dhabi or something. Abu Dhabi and year. Scandinavia. Yeah, that's right. Next yeah. year, it'll be back, though. Yeah. Next year, the Scandinavia one will be back. I've already spoke to. The, the promoter and he just because of covid this last year they're 
they're not going all in, but next year we'll be back there. Yeah, it's December. just it's a weird time for for me because you know as as we're gearing up for the Olympia now, we're coming into six weeks. Is this weekend right? Is it? Seven? I think it's five. Is it five already? Is it, what is today? Today's the yeah. It's the what the fifteenth, sixteenth, yeah, some yeah. of that range. So it's it's five weeks out. Wow. Which is absolutely crazy for me, and you know, the first time ever at the end of the year. Um, and I had a guy stop by the office today. He's gonna love this because he listened to the podcast, and he came by because he's like, "I'm looking for your store." And I'm like, "Well, we don't have a store, but this is I'm sitting here. I, I can't imagine like what people do when they walk in, and you know, they rip the door open, and they like expect to see some employee, and it's <laughs> Jay Cutler sitting there. I was on the phone with Drew, and uh, he wants to move to Vegas. Everybody does, and. You know, I, he's from Austin. He was in Austin, and I'm like, man, you know, everyone's moving to Texas, right? I mean, talk to everyone still, and people are like, oh, I want to move to, you know, these states that aren't so strict, mm-hmm. and Vegas is still the place. Mm-hmm. It always will be. I, I, I just, if you're looking at a place to move anywhere in America, you want to, the first thing I always look at is the cost of living and taxes. How much of my money do I get to keep? Like, I know some people, I don't give a shit about weather. I don't care. Weather does not affect my life one bit. If it's raining, go to work. If it's snowing, if it's hot, if it's cold, it doesn't matter. I want to keep a lot of, as much of my own money as I can. You know what's funny, though, is like we, you save on this no state income tax, right? And there's no state corporate tax. Okay, but, dude, the registration, everything, like I just, you know, did the the URIS well, registration well, yeah because you drive a fuck you car i i understand <laughs> but i mean dude you know how it is i mean even yeah. with your truck i mean you it's drive a hundred hundred you know a hundred thousand dollar vehicle i mean yeah most of these trucks are 80 grand now 90 yeah. grand <clears throat> but it's still but in the grand scheme of things so let's say you buy a let's say you buy a million dollar house and you're living in new jersey <laughs> the taxes are over two percent yeah property tax you're spending over 20000 a year just on property tax. But if you bought that same million-dollar house here and you live in Henderson, it's $2,500 a year. That's a huge difference. So even yeah. if you got to pay $1,000 to register your vehicle versus $150, you still saved seventeen five. You know, you just came from Dubai, mm-hmm. and we talk about the tax advantage of going to Dubai. Zero tax. Yeah, zero. Nothing. So is I'm that moving. why all these guys are like Sergio's there and Larry Wheels and like I don't know if that's the, their purpose. I don't. I've never asked them if that's their purpose. But but could you could you live there? Of that's course. Gonna, I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. So you were there. We've been there like Many on times. and off. But would would it be a place that like what do you think I would think about living there? You could live there. But I mean, I can live. I mean, I've lived all over the world. I know, so. but like, what's the advantages? Because like, I always say, people always ask, "What's Dubai like?" And I always say, "It's kind of like Vegas, it right?" Is. It's just a lot more skyscrapers, yeah. Because there's, it's just a much bigger city, and it's, 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 it's got a more population. It's got more luxuries than we have here, and Vegas has more luxuries than anywhere else in America overall. But it just has a lot more. Like if you have three Louis Vuitton stores here, they might have ten there because it's much bigger. And it, uh, like the I, restaurants. What were the restaurants I mean, like? The, the restaurants are is just. I think they're more magnified more than they are in Vegas. Did you eat at the bottom of the Burj or did yes. you go eat up top? No, we ate at the bottom. 
Because you sent me that. I saw the light show. The it was, thing, it the was light a restaurant in the right? mall that was connected to it. But that's shit. I mean, look, there was me, Regan, Nathan, uh, Brad, Victoria. I think there are one or two other people. I mean, it was still $1,500 to eat. You know, I mean, you can go you can go out to eat there and spend a thousand, two thousand dollars. Nathan hit me up today, actually. Did he? Yeah, we were going back and forth this morning, and uh, yeah, I said, uh, I said we miss you, man. Like, you know, I'm missing seeing your battle up there, and he because he tagged me and he posted Celsius. <laughs> I know, and he said I'm trying this because I saw it on Jay Cutler's yeah. post or whatever. So shout out to Celsius, and here's yeah. Nathan Diasha drinking Celsius all the way. I know. In, uh, it was funny. I was on the Liverpool. phone. I was on the phone with them this was morning. Was he in Dubai? No, he's in no, okay. he's in Abu Dhabi. Okay, okay, yeah. And I, I was on the phone with Celsius this morning, and I told them, and I was like, "Look, man, we, we I got someone in the UK for you now too. <laughs> so funny. let me know, let me know when you're ready." Yeah, because like we, I stayed at the the Armani Hotel. I told you it was kind of outrageous. I mean, I think the breakfast alone was like a hundred a person. That was five years ago, whatever. Um, but they had everything there, like yes. the, the buffets. Like when you stay at these, and you said it was free where you guys stayed at that Hilton or whatever. Yeah. Um, the food is just phenomenal when you travel these places. That's all I really look forward to when I go on these trips is yeah, the food. But, but you don't enjoy it. You eat the same I know, bullshit. I know, but it's it's just nice to have that little variety. And you said, you know, obviously. You like to just watch me pick out. No, you. you I don't think <laughs> no, you no. ate that much for no, breakfast. No, no, but. no. No, it's it's no. I always think it's funny because we'll go to these restaurants and there are these amazing spreads, this buffet, and you're like, I want egg whites and Dude, I want all, oatmeal. <laughs> all all foods the same. And I'll look around and be like, Well, let me find. You some know, we're I've still on before. the search of what what restaurants. You know, I said Barry's is a great place. I still and, haven't been there. You know, but you, uh, you know, we, we try I had a catch twice now. Catches catch like people always say. Well, catch is where all the people take the pictures in front of the flower yeah, yeah. entrance. All the so flowers. What's the to go dish at catch? Uh, I think it's. I mean, I think it's mostly fish, but I get a this steak there. It's like eighty to a hundred bucks, but the way it's cooked is so. It, it's well, they slice kind of, it for you though. They right? slice it up at a certain angle, and it, it's just unbelievably good. And it has like a, it's cooked in an oil, but they also have lobster mashed potatoes. That are yeah, unbelievable, and then they had like a they had a mushroom pasta, and because you know I've been there twice in the last like month, and that so far that and what's that uh, Mexican spot that's in Javier's uh, Javier's that's yeah, those so are my two like favorite Javier's. spots, but I haven't I haven't ventured out. That's pretty close to actually. The, so the Olympia is taking place at Planet Hollywood, so Ari is across the street, pretty much. I mean, it's <clears throat> diagonal. Yeah, it's kind of a city center. Yeah, it, it won't take too long to get there. So there's, you know, people obviously come to Vegas for, you know, the spreads of what, what restaurants they can eat at. And it's, I What's get your that, favorite restaurant in Vegas? You know, I mean, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to favor Barry's because I'm, I mean, Chef Barry's close. I mean, we like Jing. I mean, we like all sorts. I mean, do we like. I like In-N-Out Burger. You, well, I know, but we like the sushi. <laughs> What's the sushi? I mean, I go there's to that. a ton of them. Well, I go to that Jijing. one sushi. Yeah. I haven't been there because you haven't taken me there. But, Oishi. Uh, <laughs> Oishi. I mean, we eat there, but it's just a basic, like. I'm a bad person to ask, like, what's your favorite restaurant, you know? Because they used to do that whole travel thing for the Olympia every year, and Jay Cutler's favorite places to eat. And people think, oh, teriyaki boy. A majority, 90% of people coming yeah. are going to be looking for clean food so they can go to Protein House, Protein Source, or uh, teriyaki, boy, teriyaki Boy, right? Yeah. Those are the restaurants that people are going to eat at the majority of the time. Or they time can order they a trifecta and have it shipped to of their Of course, room. yeah. <laughs> but... 
but the thing is, is that like to eat out, they're yeah, still yeah. always going to, they're going to migrate to the gyms and then they're going to leave the gyms to say, where can I get like chicken and rice or. Have you ever, have you ever ate at that, that <laughs> restaurant downtown, the heart attack grill? If you're over 350 pounds, no. you eat free. I didn't know they had it here. Yeah. You like. No, walk- I thought you had to eat a certain size burger or something and you got it for no, free. Like, no, if you're over 350 pounds, you eat free. So when oh. Brian Shaw comes here for Libya, yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell him to go Is eat. Is he it. coming? Or? Yeah, he's coming. Okay. It's, he's confirmed. Confirmed. Because he wants to train with you and he wants to. We'll probably get him on the podcast and see what he's been up to. Because he's got his whole new gym. And we still. That's another trip we still got to make. Yeah. Got to go to Colorado for the day. <clears throat> but is there. So you don't have a certain. Is there a spot in Vegas? that you've always heard people talk about that you just haven't went to try yet? Mm. Like, I've never been to Delilah. I yeah, never have. I mean, that's that's kind of... Mike Rashid loves that place. He does, does it? it. He goes a lot in L.A. Uh, I haven't been. That's obviously a, more of a, a harder reservation, I guess. So I think you get a yeah, plan ahead what, of time. What, but we're but terrible. Reservation's hard for you. Well, we're we're just not good planners. I'm not at least anyway. So no, when I'm hungry, I'm just like I want to go now. Like you know how we are. We just kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. You know, probably when we leave this podcast, we'll say, okay, what can we eat on the way home? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, what's, but we're what's not open? going to a fancy like. Or maybe on this podcast, this. I'll just Uber Eats, yeah. and it'll just get delivered, and we'll put the the delivery person <laughs> on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> like we always do. Someone <laughs> always walks in when we're doing these these podcasts. It's late. This is the latest we've done it. What time is it? It's fine. Well, yeah. it seems late because it it's dark yeah, already. Yeah. What do we think about daylight savings? I thought they got rid of it. I did too. I thought they got rid of I, it. I, I it's guess funny. I didn't. told all these people, I said, daylight savings is gone. And here I am looking like an ass because daylight savings happened this past weekend. Yeah. So do you, do you think more people are going to keep moving here? Yes. Why? Because every place else doesn't have as much going on. I think they look at Vegas as like it's the opportunity like – I think more fitness people are going to come, but I just think people in general still have this perception. Like you said, I, I think it's one of the more cheaper places to live. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. And the weather, the weather, I mean, people get sick of the natural disasters. They get, I mean, more people are going to be sick of, like there's everyone a, moved a, to Florida. There's a hurricane going to hit yes. Florida tomorrow again. So they're, they're looking at that aspect. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think, you know, the building is still going on here. I mean, property. I you mean, can still buy a really, really nice house for under half a million dollars. I mean, dollars. dude, where you live in the south, that's considered the southwest, there wasn't anything there. When I first came here in 2012, there was nothing. And, you, you know, you know how difficult it's been because they're doing crazy construction. You you were, like, raving about this stoplight that yeah. happened at the end of the street because i literally been at your street and sat there for 30 minutes before yeah. trying to get out. And it's like traffic just does not stop. But they're putting in a station casino right next to you. Yep. And then they're also doing lifetime living. That's on the other side of the freeway. Yeah, next to Ikea. So off yep. the 215, so anyone that's been to Vegas. Uh, so there'll be three lifetimes in Vegas. along the 215. How crazy is that? Three. There's So then across me, there's a casino. But then across Durango, there's a ton of buildings in there, and from what I've been told, offices, some of them are open yeah. already. There's offices. It's my be, realtor's. Um, it's going to be like a mini Travoli, yeah, like a bunch of little restaurants and coffee shops and rest and shops and stuff. I have no idea. I just drive by. I don't just care shows how much the population uh, has grown in that area mm-hmm. so much. I mean, I I still, you know, me and Nick Walker is moving here, and me and him yeah. were chit chatting the other day about different parts of town, and I prefer the Southwest because it's only ten minutes to the airport. 10 minutes to the Strip, 10 minutes to Summerlin. 
you can and everything i need is within a, honestly within a mile of my house there's a sam's club there's walmart there's best buy there's endless restaurants there's there's probably four or five other grocery stores what else do i need everything is right there there's one there's yaks there's eos now there's going to be the lifetime the question is though is if you were to buy a property what would be your ultimate preference because people Southwest. listening people listening want you know so there's east and there's west yeah. and then there's southwest and there's north obviously like then there's summer northwest yeah so so summerlin is west henderson's east north vegas south vegas okay you're in south vegas yep. uh I've always lived in South Vegas since I first came really? here in 2012. Because, yeah. yeah, you used to train at Flamingo LVAC, yeah. actually, and right? And Angie and I lived in the same building. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's closer. Yeah. To, you were closer to Summerlin than that, right? Yeah. No, I mean, it was, it was, I was right. So where, uh, where I live now, you cross the freeway and then that's where uh, Ikea is. Okay. Right next to that is where Angie oh, and I okay, lived. okay. We lived right there. We lived in the same building. We didn't even know that's each other. <laughs> we realized that, what, last year? Yeah, but like, you're one of these people that came to Vegas and then you moved away and yeah. you went to Wisconsin. Back, I went back home. Yeah, and then I came back, and you know now you you're here and you think you're here for a while anyway. Yeah, right? I it's mean, it's greater better for your business. So. I I the day will come where I'll move to the mountains somewhere where I'll get a bunch of land and build just build a house out in the mountains because I like that. I don't like I don't want to walk out and see a neighbor. I don't want to see anybody. I like that. I agree. You think as you get older, you kind of just like, yeah, I don't want to. See I just want to see anybody. No, I want to be able to walk out. I want to walk out of my house butt ass naked if I want and not have to see anybody. How about when I text you today and I'm like, is the gym busy? And you're like, not too many people are here. I'm like, okay, good. I can come. Yeah. So. But you know what, though? That's like that the, we choose to go to gyms that are higher priced and they're, it's just not, just not anybody can go there. Yeah. You know, that's so. another reason I've been kind of training like, like three between three and five because I feel the gyms are a little less busy. Yeah, than in the evening. In most gyms, three to five are busy <clears throat> because that's the average Joe gets off work and goes to the gym. But you know what else too? I'm trying to avoid the traffic leaving here because the two fifteen traffic dude is so bad leaving. Mm-hmm. And forget about the fifteen ninety five; it's impossible, right? Yeah. And if there's a game, a Raiders game or you know, UNLV you, game. You know what's funny, though? As bad as the traffic is, even at its worst, it's, nothing compared it's to still else. entry-level traffic in California. So even when you're like, this traffic's terrible. And sometimes I'll, get, I'll leave here and I'll get on the 215, and I'll be like, look at how bad this traffic is. I'm still going 40 miles an hour for like two minutes, and then yeah, I'm going 80. You know what's funny is, uh, so the kid that used to live in my guest house, Flinny, you remember Flinny. Yeah. So he texts me, he lives in Dallas now. He was in Houston. He moved to Dallas. And, you know, he's like, I want to try out some gyms because he's training at Planet Fitness. So he's like, you know, I said, check out Destination. That's like the hot fitness place yeah. there. And he's like, looked it up. And he's like, dude, it's 45 minutes. He says, but I'll never get there. I can never go because the traffic in Dallas is so bad. Yeah. So it's obviously it's bad everywhere. I mean, talking to, you know, um, Sam Strange with Glaxon, he told me how bad the Houston traffic is. Awful. So it's probably everywhere. So do you think the day will come where you see a lot of people moving to like Mesquite or to... I think to Pahrump. Or Pahrump yeah. or to... Uh, what's the, the city southeast here where the uh, Hoover Dam is? 
like uh, Lake Las Vegas or no, south of it, the city where Hoover Bo- Dam is, Bo- Boulder, Bo- Boulder. Yeah. Do you think people are going to start moving to I these think, places? I think they, I think people are moving there as it is because Pahrump's not that far. No, it's, I drove there out there one day just to go yeah, check it out. Even if it's forty five minutes, even if it's an hour away, dude, it's it can I take mean, it's you a an hour. They live. set the world speed records there. Yeah. You know, uh, there's how I looked at houses commute, in Lake Las Vegas. Dude. People commute, but you know what though? It all comes down to. Even where you live now, if you wanted, you could set up shop tour. You didn't have to leave more than two miles of your house. You could move your office up there. There's plenty of gyms up there by you. There's an LVAC. There's an EOS. There's a factory. You know, it's like I was, you know, I was going back and forth with Flex the other day because, you know, he put a little home gym in his garage. Yeah, he told me the other day. And I still like, I still like getting out and going to the gym. Like, I I just don't, I don't know what it is. Cause that's like, you you guys ask me all the time. Yeah. And it's like, when you work in your house, it's just really hard to, to be stuck there all the time. You know, you want to be a get out and do stuff and like, you have to be around some social atmosphere. So like people are always surprised. Like, I can't believe you don't have a home gym. And obviously I do the cardio at home, but I just like going out and just getting on different equipment. I like, uh, you know, being around just, you know, music and, you know, getting out. I don't like training at the same gym every single day. You know, at some point you, uh, you just want to just get out and and check out different gyms. And we were talking about this in the gym earlier, and I know this is going to piss some people off and I don't fucking care. Um, This whole, like people thinking that they have to, like they have this gym loyalty is it's stupid. Well, no, but you got to remember, most people do don't have the option to go train at but, multiple But, like, facilities. for example, people will, people will feel like if they're in a certain city, they have to go to this gym or they have to go here, they have to go here. Do you, do you, do you feel loyalty to have to go to the same restaurant yeah. five times a day? No, but or every I, day? I, don't, I never thought about yeah. gym loyalty because no, we have I've, way too many options. It was, brought, it was brought up. Yeah. You know, I hear about this in different places you go to. Like, if you're in Dubai, they're like, well, you have to go to this gym. Or if you're in this city, you have to go to this gym. And it's like... Well, why can't you try out different gyms? Why do you have I think to? Your, I think your intensity level should change and like your atmosphere should change for yeah. to break up the I, I monotony like, of like training. Here in Vegas, I prefer Fit Club is my most favorite gym, but I like going to Elevation. I like going to Lift Factor every once in a while where it's just more of a hardcore type gym. Did you ever gym. go back to LVACs or EOSs? No, no EOS. I, I have EOS, a membership yeah. at EOS. Yeah. You know, Andrew Jack trains at EOS a couple days a week. He, yeah. he Andrew Jack actually, his his Airbnb is like 50 yards from my house, like right next door. So, I mean, he told me he trains at, at you know, he primarily goes to Flex's gym, but he said he pops into EOS across the street from him because it's just easy to get there. Yeah, gym atmospheres for me was, you know, listen, I train at home for years, so I, I don't ever need to be around action. Some people need action. But we're in there to train. It's it's a job to get done. And, you know, if you have dumbbells and barbells and some machines, and that's all you need. But, like, could you imagine, like, going to the same gym every day for 20 years? Well, people do that. I know, but that would suck. Like, I, I like going, looking at a gym and going, oh, shit, I'm going to train well, that's why chest that day. They that's got why it's good equipment. to travel. You can imagine why people want to yeah. come out to the Olympia in December and try out the different facilities. There's so and, many gyms in town. And maybe they'll get to see someone that inspires them along the way. Yeah. And, you know, that's also another reason is like, you know, listen, it's great to show face. And when you're, of course, when you're to the point now where, you know, the stage is not my job and winning titles is not my job, like, you know, giving people the motivation, showing people, hey, I'm 
almost 50, I'm still working out because I retired 10 years ago. Doesn't mean that I just let it sit. Right. Yeah. I mean, I still have to be, uh, someone that leads the posse a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's one thing. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about, um, leaders in the industry. I know you have your, your like thought process on that, but you know, for me, you know, I was always kind of the guy that, you know, I wanted to be uh, someone that was, you know, inspiration to people uh, in my own way, like because I won and because I, you know, was started at the bottom and worked my way to the top. But I didn't realize it would ever be like it was. Mm -hmm. But eventually, like, I'm not in the limelight as, as much as some of these other people are. Mm -hmm. And how important is it for the leaders of our industry to, to kind of set the standard with everything? I, I think it, the, and what's the, how, do, how does someone become a leader like that? I mean, I would say because I traveled so much and I was like worldwide and, you know, I remember I traveled way more than I, than I did now. I think it's, it's kind of a tough, uh, it's kind of a tough thing to, to like zero in on. Um, I don't know what makes a leader better than another. Oh, don't you think that all the, like, people that have all these accolades, like, they think, like, Big Rami or Brandon Curry or Phil Heath, like, don't you think the expectation because you win? Yes. You have that much more on your shoulders? <laughs> does that does that really, do you deserve to be expected to be a leader and win? I don't think you should be expected to be a leader. I think if people you've expect it, though. Some people should. Some people expect it. But if you win a title, you have a certain obligation to represent that title while you have it. Because it's not yours. You you have it for a time, for a moment in time. And you have to not well, only... But is this Olympia title or is this any title? I th well, it depends on your industry. If you're okay. a dirt bike rider, I'm sure yeah, they have yeah. a certain title that, that makes you cross, stand yeah. apart. But if you've won an Olympia title, you have a certain, in my opinion, a certain obligation to carry that torch and make sure that the person who gets it next, you leave it better than when you got it. You got to do. I don't know if that's possible in some circumstances. It, it is if somebody wants it to be. Did you leave it better than when you got it? The answer would be yes. Did Angelica Tashada leave it better than when she got it? Yes. You know, are there certain people that got it and didn't leave it better? Yes. I'm not going to pinpoint. But if you've won that title, you have a certain obligation to say, "Hey, man, this title has allowed doors to open for me. It's allowed me to get notoriety I would have never got. It would. It's allowing me to." You know, it's opening doors for you that would never have been open for you. That now you should capitalize on it personally, but you still have a certain obligation. I can tell you though, like being second to winning the Mr. Olympia title for me was like way more taxing. Yeah. You know, winning that title. Like I thought I was super popular and I was committed and everything, but then once I won the title, like I all eyes on you. Yeah. And the expectations become further and because you're the best. I know, but I didn't have to think about, like, I didn't wake up every day and be like, oh, I have to do this much extra. It seemed like it just kind of snowballed a little bit. And the, the phone rang more. The trips became more and more. The international trip started. Um, the speaking expectations, meaning, like, when I went to events, I was now going to the stage to voice opinions or tell, mm -hmm. tell a little bit about 
my journey. And I think that's really what took me out of me being an introvert to, okay, I need to be this person. And that's obviously carried, um, you know, one year I, they had me as the Olympia ambassador. If you remember that, yeah. um, 2019, 2020, I was no, the 19. first one. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, well, what's my obligation here? Like, and they're yeah. like, Oh, Jay, you were inspiring. And people want to basically, you know, learn about your journey. But you, you, when you were, even before you became the champion, but when you were, you were, you went out of your way to be out there in public. It doesn't mean, I mean, whether it was speaking engagements, whether yeah. it was just showing up and being somewhere, you made sure to represent that title you got, because if you never won that title, would you have been successful? Yes. yes yeah. Would you be as successful without it? Probably not as successful. You would still be a successful person, but that title took you to a different level of status that to this day we go around the world and the people in the royal family want to meet you. What if I won it once? Mm, it's not, I, you're, you would still have a, not, it's not History the same. Place. I don't think it's the same. I think like like this year, like on a different topic, Rami going in, this is like the major year because you win it once, people can say whatever. You win it twice, maybe someone, oh, you know, maybe they gave you a pass because you were the reigning champion. But the third time, if you win it now, like I think that's... No, you're just talking how people viewed yeah. how Rami won because last year it was questionable. Yes, right? but if he wins this year, it's like, hey, he slammed But he door. needs to deserve it this year, yes. like... You know, I mean, Sometimes I've been through the same thing. I mean, course. 07 was a question mark, right? Yeah. I lost in 08. Yep. And I came back in 09, like, I'm winning this thing. Yeah. And obviously set that mark. So, so, you know, Rami, uh, like, if he wins this one, I think that puts him in a different class, or a different status or legendary, whatever word you want to use. But it puts him up there, you know, kind of like you, Phil, you still Ronnie. feel after seeing him in person that he's going to win? He is fucking massive, dude. But you know what, though? Brandon Curry was as round as I've ever seen him. I just, we were texting earlier today, and I told him that. He was as big as a house. He was, I mean, Rami was just disgustingly big. <laughs> like, really, really big. Who else has a shot against these two? Hey, look, I, I think there's... How's the confidence in Rami? Seems I'm to be sure putting out a ton confident. of media. He's not normally putting out it. Every week we see updates with him. I really think that there's seven or eight guys that could potentially who are, win who, it. Well, you saw William Bonnet guest post. William Bonnet could win. Rami could win. Brandon could win. Nick Walker's been Nick Walker could win. Hunter Hunter's could win. Up, he, Andrew Jack yeah. could win. Uh, Samson could win. Oh, yeah. Samson um, had some good updates, too. Yeah. I mean, Hottie could win. I mean, that's that's eight guys there. We haven't there seen that, what Hottie looks like, though. I mean. He's here, though. I know he's here six weeks out, and we've said it, said it once. Say it again. Yeah. Hottie doesn't miss. So I'm expecting to see the best Hottie Chupin we've ever. I'm expecting it. I, you know, we'll see what happens. But but and look, at, I named eight guys. I didn't even bring up Derek Lunsford. I mean, there's there's legitimately ten guys. Probably, I'm sure I'm missing someone else. There's legitimately ten guys that could go anywhere between first and like ninth or tenth, and who knows where they're going to fall. And any one of these guys that thinks, "Oh, I'm going to come in, I'm guaranteed the spot," no, I, I just I really think uh, this is the year. Like, if you're off a little bit, you could fall two or three spots. It doesn't matter who your name is, because there's just so many guys that are right there. Because you got to think, what two years ago, Rami lost. To what? Brandon? To Hottie? 
I mean, Brandon and uh, William at the at the Arnold. Mm-hmm. He just lost to these guys a couple of years ago. So they still have to have that type of confidence that, hey, man, I just beat this guy. I can beat him again. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you seem I mean, to find them. And he, it's not like he was small back then, or, I mean, he was. No, he was but, amazing in 13. Yeah. And and so any one of these guys can can beat him. But I think if he's on, it's kind of hard to beat him. But we can't we can't say who. We'll just we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, I got a call actually. I spoke to Dan today, and we were talking about the expo, and you know he said it's one of the most successful ones. I mean, the yeah. Saturday night show is sold out as of right now, which is like awesome. you can't even get a a face value ticket. Yeah, you know I'm sure there's tickets floating out there that are going to be up for purchase, but they won't be it's for a base price, right? Yeah, and uh, so Friday night. What prejudging is on Friday night? Is it I don't know men's yet. open or the only from what I remember in the past, only men's open was Friday and Saturday at the big show. All the other prejudgings were always at the expo, and then their finals were at the. If they could do a show. run of the events as we get a little closer, yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I know I don't know how they're going to schedule it. I know there's a lot of people in the show this year, a lot. Yeah, he told me normally they have like under 200 or something but it's gonna be like 400 oh, this 400 time. It's double i don't know i mean just just imagine the judges having to sit there you know i i hope for the night show's sake and i have no say in this but i hope they don't let every single person like they should limit it to the top 10 get to do their routines and the other people can just come They're gonna across have to do something, there's no way it'll take 10 hours i mean look at how long we were at the arnold uk and that didn't even have every division and this is you know, some of those only had fifteen people. Imagine. Yeah, 30. the crazy the crazy thing is though is is the adjustment from competing this late in the season at the Olympia and then rolling into the Arnold Classic. I mean, you work with the Arnold Classic, so what that's slated to be early March schedule, right? Yep, yep. Same same yeah. I, I I mean I think I think the Arnold the this will be the best like the most I shouldn't I never want to say the best. I think it'll be the most competitive like I said, when you and Ronnie were going against each other, it was you and Ronnie. Of course, there was a bunch of other great bodybuilders, but it was pretty much you two. Going into this, it, it's not just Rami and one person. Mm-hmm. It's Rami and seven or eight guys. And I think a lot of those guys are going to end up doing the Arnold too. So you could have an Arnold legitimately where you have no idea who's going to be in the first call out. I know, but they only invite like 12. 12. So, I mean, imagine so if the top 12 leave, go. They're probably not going to uh, have everyone that they would probably, all the fans would like to see. I, I bet you they'll get most of them. I think they'll. I, I think thought they it, try to do, you know, some U.S. guys, and then they try to bring some foreign guys that are, you know, draw some, some well, international I mean, appeal. Think, think of some of the foreign guys. I mean, like, you know, Bonick's foreign. You know, Samson's foreign. A lot of these guys, I mean, they're they're right at the top, but they just so happen to live overseas. I mean, you you were in you were in the Middle East. I mean, what's the chances of eventually, like the Mister Olympia, being in an international place again? Don't you think that there's enough fan following there that it would be an opportunity for the Olympia to travel there? I would think that yes. I think I mean, if it was in the Middle East, it would be. Or at least another show that's yeah, like on the level of like around the Olympia, around the Arnold, right? If it was in the Middle East, 
it would be successful. It would just come from different ways than it comes here. Like, for example, if you look at the Olympia now, you see the title sponsors. You know, if Trifecta is a title sponsor, they wouldn't be a title sponsor if the show was in Dubai. Of course not. Because they're not in Dubai. But, so, you know, if you remember when we went to Dubai Muscle Show, like, they didn't even have a contest that was any kind of sanction. No, with it was it. just wide open. And now the week before they had, you know, Bader had a, a, a big pro show. show in Look, Dubai. I mean, look, the, the odd, the, the only part that would be different, and I don't, and I don't know this for fact, but some of those countries would not allow women competitors, and I don't know if they, if I they do if in Dubai. Dubai. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know that. I know certain whatever country, if it was in the Middle East, they would have to be more laxed on allowing bikini competitors and wellness and in the female bodybuilders. Some of the countries just they they don't allow that. Yeah, I understand. But if that. they did, it would be wildly successful there. Because you can go see just a regular bodybuilding show in Dubai or Abu Dhabi or any of these countries, and there's a thousand people there. I'm just it. hearing, you know, since we did our last podcast, I mean, a lot of talk about the Dubai Muscle Show and how how uh, wildly successful it was. And you said it was busy. very busy. It was. What, what's, what was busier than that show in your mind that you've been to in the States? Arnold, Overall? Arnold. 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 Arnold Fibo. How um, was it compared to Arnold UK when we went? Dubai Muscle Show was busier. Okay. Um, it's hard to say, Olympia but I would Expo? say a, I would say maybe a little bit busier than the LA Fit Expo. Okay. You know, so I mean, it's it, it did very well, which it made me feel good sitting there. And it, while even while we were there, I was telling everybody, I'm like, you see how successful this is because the year before Regan and I were there, and it was not that busy. Mm. So the the dramatic turnaround in less in one year, I'm hoping that translates to the Olympia, and then they are crazy successful, and then I hope the Arnold is, and I hope the Fit Expo is, and I hope all these other expos. So are Fit Expo is going to be the second week of January. So let's shout out Jane and the Fit Expo. Sorry, Jane, I know I forgot you called me today. I forgot to call you back. I think it's the 14th <laughs> or something. I think of it's January, the second right? weekend of January. Yes, I have to call Jane. So I'm sorry. I'll get get on. Uh, and that's the kickoff show always of yep. the season. And they, they put all the attention. They took all the other ones away in 22 to focus on the one for yeah. 23. So now 23, they'll all be back, though. Well, okay. Four of them. It'll be San Jose, Anaheim, Anaheim, San Diego, and L.A. Okay. You know, I don't know if they're ever going to go out of the state again like they once did. But it's, uh, I'm looking forward to it because hopefully there won't be any uh, – I mean, there's no restrictions in California, and, you know, so at least we'll be back to a normal expo. Today's voting day, and I'm going to go vote as we finish up here. We're going to keep you so late you're not going to be able to vote. No, no, 7 at 7. I think the polls close at 7, so we, we need to – I'm a Republican, so we need to push, push for that. We can't become like California, I guess. I'm anti-Republican and anti-Democrat. Well, you They're both useless. I said it publicly. <laughs> Anyone who's a, a, affiliated with a political party – <laughs> there's no way you can side with either one. That's my opinion. <laughs> because You're they both have... backlash on that. Good, I, I don't care. They both have good ideas, and they both have really stupid ideas. Both parties are garbage. That's my... And someone can argue me and tell me they're wrong. <laughs> I don't care. It's funny because my friends that are, are Republican think I'm a Democrat, and my friends that are Democrat think I'm a Republican. Well, you're, you know, we're not supposed to talk about politics or religion. I'm not. Here, so. I said they both are useless. Yeah. <laughs> they are. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's let's wrap it up and let's um, you know we have our next one coming uh, next week and we're going to talk a little bit um, 
more in depth on uh we might have a, someone to do an interview or round yeah. table as we lead into this contest yeah i think so. i you know i was just talking we were talking about this the other day like this is going to be the most you know stacked olympia for sure like just from i mean when's the last time there was 30 competitors in the open it's gonna be the most stacked olympia ever but there's there's more uncertainty with this one than any other year that i can remember outside of well no even in even in 2019, you kind of thought it was between Bonac and, and Brandon going into it. But with this one, there's literally seven or eight guys. Yeah, that we, can win. we're going to do some fan questions. So if you guys want to comment and uh, have your questions featured in the next uh, podcast, make sure you guys do that for us because yeah. uh, we want to make sure we get, um, you know, we, have, we know there's a lot of questions um, that you guys want to ask. So we want to focus on getting to fan questions because we try to put in a few. We're going to do some today, but we just didn't. We kind of did this off the cuff and and uh, just wanted to get some content out to you guys for this uh, Wednesday. This is a drop on Wednesday, right? Yep. Okay. We'll so drop, yep, we'll drop it. So, uh, you know, make sure you guys put your questions below. We'll get to the next one. Um, we appreciate all the response. Make sure you guys like, follow, subscribe, and, uh, you know, keep following along. So big shout out to uh, Cutler Cast episode 49. Until next time.